0: Cy Young, Sandy Alcantara. Yes, sir, Sandy is a stud. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings from England, a rainy England, and welcome to Locked on Marlins. This is your daily Marlins podcast. And I, of course, am your host, Peter Pratt. Hit me up, of course, on Twitter at MiamiMarlins underscore UK. No TikToks, no Instas, not yet. Too old. Hit subscribe to the pod. They're available free and everywhere. And thanks for making Locked on Marlins your first listen of the day. It is the 17th of November, and we are still at five episodes per week. Still a daily pod, even though we are deep, well, kind of deep, into the off-season. There is also a YouTube channel, Locked On Marlins. Go and hit subscribe there. If you are watching Hello Greetings, you will see it is another daytime pod, a lunchtime pod. So I'm really flexing it now. Mainly I'm an evening recorder kind of guy. Flexing it up. Getting out there early. And guys, this is a wonderful topic. A wonderful topic and well-deserved Sandy Alcantara is... The NL Cy Young winner for 2022. The first ever Cy Young winner for the Miami Marlins. Absolutely stunning and truly well-deserved. In advance of the news dropping, I was thinking, I wonder if this is close. I think maybe Mark Bowman was reporting. He felt this could be closer than maybe was expected. In the end, absolute, absolute nonsense from Bowman. It was unanimous. Unanimous. I thought maybe Urias would steal like one or two votes. Just like, if you like the low ERA and et cetera, et cetera. But fundamentally, Sandy threw nearly 50 innings more than Urias. And he deserved it. There is no pitcher in the game like Sandy Alcantara right now. And no one, no pitcher is allowed to pitch like Sandy Alcantara too. That's... Another interesting aspect, Sandy is given, has been given, full and free reign to effectively go as long as he wants. Spoke about it a few weeks back, though. I'm intrigued. New manager, new staff. Mel's not new, of course, but new manager. Will that change? Will the approach with Sandy change in terms of looking to protect him and some of the innings that he puts up? I hope not. And as fans of the Marlins, I'm sure that we all feel the same. If Sandy is on, you let him go. And the way that the Marlins typically construct their bullpens, Sandy is probably better than all of your bullpen arms, even after throwing 120 pitches. He gets better. This is the wild thing about Sandy Alcantara. There was a stat knocking around I saw on, on Twitter last night of pitches, I think 98, 99 plus uh, in the eighth inning or more by a starter, and Sandy is, like, way out there. Crazy stats. It's the funny thing. Like, Sandy just kind of, like, keeps it in the tank, and then just as the game goes on in the latter innings, he gives it the extra juice. Extra juice. But Sandy Alcantara, the unanimous Cy winner, truly deserved. And when I think back to the 22 season, there will be no image I mean, there's a few images that that come to mind, but for me, the iconic one of 22 will be the point to the dugout by Sandy Alcantara. If you recall, it was against the Cardinals, uh, Abysel Garcia with a bomb to get the Marlins into the ninth. Sandy then jumps up, goes out, gets into the ninth. A couple of runners on base. Donnie comes out and Sandy, I don't know what was said, but it's fair to say... It would have probably been in the, in the realm of, I've got this, done. I think I've got... No, I know I've got this. Go and sit down. We're all good. I'm going to roll a double play. It's probably something along those lines. He said it probably in more of a uh, heated fashion, but nevertheless, and that's my first nevertheless of the day. <laughs> no, i make that too. Um, Sandy, that moment, that mound visit, and then executing... And getting the win and pointing to the dugout, iconic, truly iconic. Stick it in the Louvre, whatever the saying is, and it it deserves to be. It is the image from a from a positive perspective that is the twenty two Marlins. Yes, the Marlins somehow only won sixty two games, but with the Cy Young winner of Sandy Alcantara, and it was the six complete games. It's just. Those six complete games is just absolutely bananas, just how deep into games Sandy was going so consistently. And the other thing too, this was the other stat that that shocked me, to be honest with you. Sandy went at least eight innings in 14 starts. So he, he started 32 games and he went eight or more in 14 of them. Absolutely insane. Insane numbers. Um, He managed to hold opponents to two earned runs or less in 25 starts. So he started 32, and in 25 of them, most of them being lengthy, he held the opposition to two or less earned runs. Absolutely sensational. That was a club record, by the way. Matched a club record, actually, uh, with Kevin Brown. Um, He also had this... Eight consecutive outings stretch where he pitched at least seven innings and held opponents to two earned runs or less. And that was between May and June. Longest stretch by any major league pitcher since Felix Hernandez in 2014. Boy, oh boy. Just the, the length, the dominance, the consistency. Sandy Alcantara has it all. And the looks, boy, oh boy. It's an absolute stud. But there is no one like Sandy right now in the game. And also, the Marlins, let's look at it from the Marlins' perspective. They've got Sandy Alcantara locked up now for another, well, six years, if they want it, I think. Let's have a look. They've one, two, three, four, five, five years, sorry, five more years. It's a club option, the fifth. So, you know, they have him locked right up and th- to kind of age 31, 32. Um, next season... Sandy Alcantara's base salary, $6 million. Just $6 million for the best pitcher in the game. Absolutely insane. In 2024, jumps up to $9 million. And then, okay, it kind of gets past the arbitration years and you get into free agency, which is what the Marlins have done. And in the next two years there are at $17 million with that club option at $21 million at age 31. The Marlins have Sandy and Sandy has the Marlins. If they want, if they want it, for the next five seasons together. Truly stunning. The, the beautiful thing with Sandy Alcantara too. He's never done in terms of getting better. Never done. Always pushing the ticket. Every time you think the dude is gonna plateau, he finds something else to, to excel in and progress in. Every time you think he's reached it, you think he's reached it. The drive, the determination, it's staggering. Staggering and wonderful to watch as Marlins fans with so much pain in the past two seasons in particular. Coming off the 2020 uh, hype year, of course, Sandy has been a shining light and a beacon for this team. What a trade. The most sensational trade. Sending Marcel Ozuna a year and a half of Ozuna or whatever it was to get Sandy. Even to get Sandy one for one now would have still been a big dub. But to also get Gallon back that ends up being Jazz. It is the trade of the century. I've said it many, many times, and I won't stop saying it. The Marlins have been bashed for a few, a few misses on the trade front. Rightly so. There has been some misses. But this one, not a miss. Two franchise cornerstones effectively out of one trade. It's two trades in reality because they went and moved Gallon for, for Jazz. But those were the building blocks. Two Franchise players for Marcelo Ozuna, the St. Louis Cardinals. Yes, they are still a very good organization, but they must be sick, sick about this one. The regret. Oh boy, it must just be lingering. I'm sure they hate to see it, and that's why Skip called it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out of here. I just want to get. I want to be on the other side. I want to be on Sandy's side because the dude is too good. So, in summary, Sandy Alcantara is a stud. My son Theo called it in 2021. He knew it. He could see the potential. Sandy is a stud. And who else is a stud organization? Simply Safe. Yes, sir. Our good friends over at Simply Safe. And if you've thought about securing your home with home security, but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up right now. The this this offer is insane. 50% off right now. 50% off for locked on listeners to get the number one rated Simply Safe home security system. It's the biggest offer of the year, and you do not want to miss it. And there's so many reasons to love Simply Safe. It's a whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window and door. HD security cameras for inside and out. Could be dangerous. A couple of late night runs to the wine rack. Nevertheless, none of nevertheless, dropped in there. Smarter ways to detect motion that alert you when a threat is real. None of these cats walking around setting it off, only when threats are real. And hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. They've got 24 seven professional monitoring agents, and it's only, well, it's less than, it costs less than one buck a day for the 24 seven professional monitoring. Less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. Don't miss your chance to save big on the security system. I'd recommend, of course. 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked There is no safe like Simply Safe. It's their biggest discount of the year. So do not wait. Reminder simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. All right. There is a few things I just want to wrap up on Sandy. And I don't want to turn things negative and they absolutely shouldn't be. But from a Marlin's perspective, you have Sandy Alcantara. You have the Cy Young. You have the best pitcher in the league right now. You've got a stunning you've got a stunning Robin in Pablito. Pablito there last night in Sandy's house celebrating with him. It's just those two. The joy on Pablo's face is just so amazing to see. He is Sandy Alcantara's biggest fan, friend, however you want to phrase it. Pablo he, it's just wonderful to watch. And Pablo, as the number two, makes a ton of sense. Absolutely love him in that role. Not only is there Pablito, there's also Jesus Lazardo that's taken a massive jump. There's also Edward Cabrera. There's also Uri Perez that was there in Sandy's house as well last night. So Sandy's taking Uri under his wing. 19-year-old Perez pitching at double A. He's knocking on the door. I know we talked about last year where Max got into you know AAA and pitched out of his mind. If Uri Perez is pitching out of his mind in 2023, you know, a, a, double a triple AAA, wherever it might be, and the Marlins need a starter, he's pitching in the big leagues if he's ready. And from what we've seen thus far, he looks ready. He looks ready already, which is wild. But he was there in, in, in his house. So you've got Eddie, Uri, Uh, Braxton Garrett in the mix. You know, there's so many guys, so many arms. Trevor Rogers. I mean, this is it. They've done the hard part. They've assembled the, the staff, the rotation. It was the Achilles heel back in the day before the Jeter crew rolled in. Offense for days. Arms. I mean, apart from Jose, not so good. They flipped the script here. It's time to put an offense around Sandy in this rotation that matches. It's, well, it's probably going to be pretty tough to match it. Nevertheless, third one of the day, they should look to, they need to. It's. It would be malpractice. My voice is cracking at this, and I'm getting, I'm getting excited. It would be malpractice if the Marlins didn't add to this offense. And the way to add to this offense is to spend some dough. Spend and supplement financially. Don't Don't send away your well-built rotation. Don't do it. Because if you do, what's going to happen? Rotation, all of a sudden, bit shaky. One or two injuries, bit shaky. Next thing is, you've got Nick Knighted and Eliezer Hernandez back in the rotation. I know they're gone now, but you get the point. You've got the rotation. You've done the hard work. Let's leverage it. It's time. And I know they whiffed on a couple of free agents. Well, they only whiffed on one. Soler was what he was. He is who we expected him to be. They whiffed on Avi Garcia. But next year, it's 2023. It's an odd year. Avi comes alive. But they need to look at first base. They need to look at a middle infielder that can hit. They need to look at third base. There's a lot of areas. They need to look at center field. They need to add to this offense immediately. Otherwise, it's wasted. It's all for none. Hardware for Sandy, great. Personal accolades, great. 69 wins, stinks. It stinks. The fans won't have it. The players won't have it. They need to add. Problem is, let's try to add without subtracting. Because what happens? You just end up in the same spot. How many wins? 69. Nice. This is the thing. I want to see the Marlins on the front foot. All indications are. All indications say they are not going to go down that path. They're going to trade away from the major league rotation to get some impact bats. Is that the right approach? I don't think so. Is it the kind of Rays approach? Probably. You know, have the Rays won anything? No. Yes, they've been competitive for a long time. Yes, the way they approach things, and the way they run their organization is sensational. They haven't won anything. So we've got to be careful. You've got to be careful with that. But you've got to be in, you've got to be in the mix. You've got to be in, in the postseason to win it. The Rays keep getting there. So they give themselves the chance. So I, I take that point. However, I'd love for the Marlins to just keep this golden rotation, build around Sandy, Pablo, Lozado, Braxton, Eddie. You know, keep the depth because there will always be injuries. There's no point just having five starters and then a bunch of bums in triple A to call on and cycle through. No. We had that situation in 21. Do you remember? The, what, the three-man rotation for pretty much the whole season? That didn't work either. You need depth. If Trevor Rogers starts in AAA, so be it. It's fine. If Braxton Garrett's back in AAA, fine. Uri Perez in AA, fine. Edward Cabrera, no option, so he's got to be up. Nevertheless, it's the fourth one. That's the thing. It's what I'm worried about. In this whole situation, we should applaud the Marlins for what they've done with Sandy Alcantara. They identified the talent. Sandy also took his game to another level. They extended him at the right time absolutely extended at the right time. He's paid him back already. He's seemingly untouchable. However, however, did talk about it the other day. If the Marlins aren't going to spend any money and it gets to after the end of this season and the old core is gone and the offense is still dead, then the Marlins, their main asset will be Sandy Alcantara. And if they need to go into another reboot cycle, then they should seriously listen on offers for Sandy Alcantara. They should. It will be so hurtful for everyone. But if the Marlins will not spend to supplement this rotation, and the reason they need to spend is because they've whiffed on many drafts. They've whiffed on offensive dudes. And the problem is now there is a gap in talent in AA, AAA, offensively and at the kind of major league level, quad A, A, let's call it, there's a gap in talent. So the bats aren't coming in the next year or two. They aren't. There's a gap in talent and they need to fill it by spending some dough. If they do it by trading away some pitching, we're going to end up in a spot where we've got no pitching and probably a middle-of-the-road offense. The Marlins, they're not going to be going after Judge, right? There's always going to be players. There's always going to be superstars out there. Judge, Trout, Acunas, whatever. The Marlins, they're not going to acquire anyone like that, but they still need to spend some dough to look to go and upgrade this offense, not just purely in the trade market. I've rattled on and made that point probably 15 times, but I'm passionate about it. I'm also passionate about sports betting. Our good friends over at Bet Online, they always have you covered, guys. And it remains the number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football, basketball, soccer, and esports. They've got it all covered at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which I'm sure you do because you listen to this, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Who's hosting them? Maybe there's a side gig for me there. Anyway, we're always the fastest and easiest way to get your bet and fix. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Final topic, guys. Final one that we'll get out of here on Thursday's episode. Again, thanks for making Locked on Marlins your first listen of the day. And thank you to Sandy Alcantara for all the joy you have brought to me and the fan base and my son in the past multiple years, but this year in particular, well-deserved. I need to talk about as well another announcement that dropped out yesterday. In advance of the Sandy Alcantara news, one final topic actually on Sandy. How amazing was it that Craig Mish, that that Sandy Alcantara invited Craig Mish to his house? I absolutely love that. Love it. Miggy Rowe was there, Pablito, Uri. You know, they're the guys I saw. But Craig Mish had been invited as well, celebrating and being part of Sandy's Cy Young announcement and celebration and party. I think that speaks so much to who Craig Mish is, how he operates, the connections he has with the guys, and why he's just a straight-up stud. Like, Craig is the man. He's so good at what he does. And as a fan base, we're absolutely delighted to have him. No doubt. I know he waxed a lyrical on me a few weeks back. And he may not be listening to this. But if he does, Craig, everyone appreciates you. And I include Sandy Alcantara. So, aside from that, one final topic, then we'll get out of here. News dropped in advance via Twitter. Well, kind of, yeah, via Twitter, Barry Jackson reporting, but also... The man himself got onto Twitter to provide the news directly. Glenn Geffner. Geff. Um, Long-time long play-by-play guy for Marlins Radio is not having his contract renewed by the Marlins. And listen, this, this announcement certainly stirred things up on Twitter. I didn't see anyone that had any even, I guess, middle-of-the-road view on this. Everyone was dead against it. Why is it? Because Geff is absolutely sensational at what he does. He's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And he is the voice. He's the voice of the Marlins radio. And it's a voice that people have grown to love. And him as a person, as a guy, as a professional, as a... Ah, everything. It's going to be sorely, sorely missed. And... We, you know, we saw the, you know, the information coming out from Barry Jackson saying that you know it's likely that Kyle Selaf will potentially take the reins. I, I've got nothing against Kyle Selaf either. I absolutely rate Kyle Selaf, and I love hearing from him. Uh, he obviously filled in from Geff, um, you know, during the year at certain points, but also does a lot of the spring games, um, which is more the time when I hear it, when obviously the Marlins aren't on TV, and you're listening to the radio. Kyle Selaf is a straight-up stud as well. He's a dog, no doubt. But... That being said, it wasn't, it's still not time for Geff to, to move aside. He's still got the hunger. He still got the fire burning. So, this was an absolute stunner, a shock. And me personally, Geff, when I was hosting Fish Across the Pond, Geff was the first, what I'll describe as proper guest, where it was someone that I looked up to that took some time out of his day to come on to my. Small, small UK podcast, no frills pod, no editing, no mics, no nothing. Didn't know what I was doing. But I wanted to talk about the Marlins and Geff gave me some time and uh, never forget that. There's then been he, he then appeared multiple times on on Fish Across the Pond and was always just amazing, always supportive of me, always helping me. When I got onto the, the Zoom calls in the Marlins Zoom room in 2020. In part, and a big part, it was down to Geff. Geff made that happen. When I got Miggy Rowe on Fish Across the Pond, Geff made that happen. So top guy that always, I'll always cherish his, his thoughts, the conversations we had, and those, those, those podcasts that are out there and were great, but equally his friendship supported me personally. And I think the entire Marlins fan base feels this way. We'll, it'll be sadly missed. And we don't think it's the right call. Um, pardon the pun, maybe. And But it sounds like it's done. It is what it is. And I hope that Geff in the next couple of weeks, months, whatever it may be, will find some time to come on to Locked On Marlins for the first time, make his debut, unless he was on with Arum, it's possible he was. Um, and we can talk some baseball, which is what Geff does best, no doubt. So with that being said, guys, on a relatively sour note, but it's something that I wanted to particularly address because it was big news. And it was news that a lot of fans did not enjoy hearing. What they did enjoy hearing was Sandy Alcantara was named the Cy Young, deservedly so, unanimously. It was a tough year in 22, but for me, Sandy was a shining light. Every fifth day, the stud was up there, the ace, the workhorse, the horse, you know what, ace. And... uh that iconic image pointed to the dugout will forever stick with me. Thanks for making Lockdown Marlins your first listen of the day, guys. I'll be back, of course, tomorrow on Friday. I look forward to seeing you then.